Hello everybody, this is DJ Matt here on 91.5 KNSU Thibodeau, your local alternative, and welcome to Sports Chat. As always, DJ Echo is here. What up? Alrighty, let's get right into it. So, the NFC AFC Championship Games were on Sunday. Wow. And let me tell you. Wow. Yeah, wow. Um, I want to start off with the Bengals and the Chiefs game because that was Oof. the first game. I mean, Joe Burrow is amazing. I wow. love that dude. Joe Shiesty. Joe Shiesty. <laughs> yep. That's my guy. Um, I went down that. I'm, I'm telling you, I went down this Joe Burrow rabbit hole that night. It was a great rabbit hole to go down. All the videos of Joe Burrow. It's great. What a, what a rabbit hole. It's one of the best rabbit holes, I think. Honestly. Like, it's car crashes. And then I would say Joe Burrow. Yep. And then uh, there was another thing. I think I'll, I'll go down. Yeah. yeah. But definitely car crashes and Joe Burrow are the two best rabbit holes to go down. Honestly. So... The Cincinnati Bengals beat the Chiefs 27-24. The Chiefs were up 21-3 at one point. Um, and the Bengals only allowed three points in the second half. Uh, just a great performance by the Bengals in, in, the, in the second half. It's amazing. Um, overtime, obviously, Chiefs won the toss. At that point, I was like, yep, Bengals lost. And then, Turns out they did not. And then former Saint Von Bell had that interception, which was great. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Evan McPherson has got to be... Is he already a top three kicker in the NFL? Oh, already. Like already. Like, dude. He's got to be. He's amazing. He reminds me of Will Lutz. Like, when Will Lutz was first season, you were like, yeah, this dude's going to make every kick. And then... Well, yeah. Quite. Yeah. But, I mean, this dude's this dude's almost automatic. So, good for the Bengals. I'm happy for the city of Cincinnati. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think the big question coming out of this game is, did the Bengals win or did the Chiefs lose? Bit of both. It I think is it's a, a bit, bit of both. both. I think I think the thing is is that um, you look at going into the second half, uh, well, going into halftime more. Um, the ba- uh, the Chiefs had it literally like on the two, right? And they don't kick a field goal. They have five no. seconds left. They decide let's go for uh, we do a we motion Tyreek out to the left. He throws a little check down to Tyreek, and instead of you know, batting down the ball or going out of bounds. Tyree tries to get in the end zone and he gets stuffed and then yeah. time runs out. And a lot of and there was reports that a lot of Bengals were saying players were saying, Yeah, we took that momentum into the locker room oh, yeah. and into I would the hope second so. half. Um I'm gonna give credit to somebody that I don't wanna give credit to. And I'm gonna give credit to them and I'm gonna dog him like right after. Do it, do but, it. But okay, do it. so Eli Apple, Eli Apple did make that tackle on Tyree Kill at the end of that half. And then Drake Interesting was also there. It was not also, just Eli Apple. Also I believe I don't know if it was the end of the fourth. I think it was overtime. The f- second pass that Mahomes threw that Eli Apple almost picked off. Yeah, that was an overtime. I think that was a, that that would have been the game. He won't. He could have won it there. First off, that would have been a pick six. That would have been the game. I mean, but I mean, he made a play on the ball, so I mean, can't be too mad. I mean, I give him props for that. Yeah. But also after the game, the the go after Tyree Kill on Twitter, I think is pretty stupid. Like yeah. Tyree Kill burned you in the first half, by the way. Like, like you, you couldn't, you can't guard Tyreek Hill, Eli Apple. Let's let's no. call it what it is. You're a terrible corner. He's a terrible corner. I'm I'm, I'm straight up, okay. And you go dog the city of New Orleans? Nah, nah, fam. Nah, nah you're fam. done. You're and, done. And this is where you lost all credibility. When you start talking about the food down here, what were you even eating down here? If yeah. you're saying the food's bad, like you're eating McDonald's every other week, what are you doing? What do you mean the food's bad down here? Don't get get out. I mean, get out of here, Eli Apple. Honestly, if I'm the Bengals, I'd cut him right now. I don't <laughs> care. I'd cut him. This is this is my question, and, and I mean it's almost. Is is Jamar Chase at this point is arguably having one of the best rookie seasons ever? This is the thing. Like Just Justin Jefferson, we all were like, that's one of the best rookie re- uh, seasons for a receiver 
in the last how many 10 15 years yeah and then like the next year jamar chase comes in and is like nah fan hold my beer but i you would know? argue not even just receivers i would argue one of the best rookie and period seasons, period in the yeah NFL. because you think about the nba who who do people say have the best rookie season ever magic johnson why because he magic. went all the way and he won a chip yeah jamar chase look, is, jamar chase is in line to do that right now and it's not like he's like you know th- he's the number one right receiver oh yeah on straight, up, straight up straight up yeah okay so I remember on draft night they drafted Jamar Chase. Yeah, and that you know we I were too. we were like we were right here. I remember saying like, look, I I understand the pick because you want to pair him with Joe Burrow makes sense. Like makes get sense. him get him the receiver. It makes sense, but also you need to fix that O line, and I still stand by that. Yeah, like that, that is still something that they do need to fix because listen, they are going up against one of the best D lines. Just think think about this for a second. Imagine if the Bengals had an O line like the Colts or like the Browns or like the Buccaneers or even the Saints when they're healthy. Yeah. Imagine him behind an O line like that. Unstoppable. I mean, Jesus Christ. So I'm telling you, if they don't if they don't in free agency don't get a, a top O lineman free agent or draft one, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose my I'm gonna lose it because. That's obviously the biggest glaring hole in your team, and you have to address it. I think regardless so, of if they win or lose the Super Bowl, you have to. they have to address it. They have to. Because I'm telling you straight up, like, in the, uh, the game against Tennessee, Joe Burrow had nine sacks. Okay? I think against this Rams team, he might get nine sacks again. Maybe ten. And I'm going to tell you, like, if, it's if possible. the Bengals lose, because, yeah, the, 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 the Rams secondary is, you know, not not bad, you know, but I mean you got Jalen Ramsey. So that's if good. if the Rams lose, I mean if if the Bengals lose, it will be because of the defensive line shredding through that offensive line that they have. And look, I'm telling you, this is how the game's gonna play out. Whether or not the Bengals win or lose, this is how it's gonna play out. I think the Rams are gonna get out to a really early lead. Mm-hmm. Then it's gonna be halftime. The Bengals are gonna come back. They either they're gonna win the game, come back and win the game, or they're gonna fall just short. Right. That's what's gonna end up happening. I, I, because that's how all the Bengals games have gone so far. But not to even be honest. that. That's even how the Rams games have gone, where they jumped out to an early lead and, and they, they lo- faltered. So I think that's what's gonna happen in the Super Bowl. So I'm excited. It's gonna be a good Super Bowl, and obviously the Rams dis- destroy their demons, the 49ers, which has caused them trouble for the last six games they've played against them. Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay battling it out. Um, that was a good game. Um, I thought th- I thought the Four Nines were gonna win it there for a little bit, and then and then the Rams defense started imposing their will, I think, and then it just was too much for Jimmy G, which I like Jimmy G, but I don't know, Jimmy G just ain't it. I feel like, but yeah. I like Jimmy G, but yeah. So, but that was a good game. I mean, all the playoff games this year have been pretty good. I mean, I yeah. can't I can't think of one game I mean, that was I like. Said it, I said it last week. I'll say it again. Whoever's writing these the script for these games, yeah, you know, give them a raise. Thank you, Vegas gamblers. Thank you, Vegas. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. I mean, so the Rams win. Matthew Stafford going to for a Super Bowl. Stafford and Eminem at the Super Bowl. That's the closest Detroit will ever get to a Super Bowl. So that's great. If, if um, Eminem doesn't come out with the uh, Lions Matthew Stafford jersey, I don't yeah. want it. Now I'll tell you. I'll tell you this though. This that's is crazy, progress. Right? So, so under Sean McVay, right? Anytime that they're trailing, going into halftime, they have lost almost every. They're they're two in whatever. Right? Yeah. Those two wins. Against the Saints in the conference championship yeah. and against the 49ers. But that Saints one almost doesn't count because it does no call. Okay, well, this game, you know. In my personal record book, okay, that one doesn't count because that was, that we should have won that game. Yeah. I, I mean, call it, what, call it what it is, you know. Yeah, yeah. I am still better about that. I think I'm going to be better about that for a while. The yeah. fact now that, you know, Drew is gone, retired, and Sean's going to retire. Well, retire as, you know, he's going to probably coach somewhere else, but still, like, for now, retired. Yeah. It's like, wow, that era's over now. Who knows when we're going to be that good again? I mean, it could happen soon. 
could be next season we could be good who knows depends who we hire but um that might be i mean it might be a while before we get back to nfc championship game i mean who knows yeah i mean so that that really makes me even madder about it because i'm like that should have been us and we would have scored more than three points against the Patriots. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying, you know. What do we um, have? One, maybe, but we would have definitely scored more than three points. Real top. Um, you know, and, and, and like, I'm st- I'm against the Rams in a way. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, obviously I'm rooting for the Bengals with Joe Burrow and Jamar. And, and, you know, they're a more likable team, I think, the Bengals. They're a better story, I feel like. But I do li- I do want Matthew Stafford to get a ring because I want him to get his respect. I've always said, I've been saying this, him and Matt Ryan, to me, are Hall of Fame quarterbacks. They're just on garbage teams. Right. And so Stafford finally leaves Detroit, goes to the Rams during the Super Bowl now. First year, you know. And then OBJ too. I'm happy for OBJ. I think he gets a lot of flack too. So I'm happy that he's it's, in the Super Bowl. It's, it's tough because you because you look at it. I mean, if if this if this was the NBA, I would be no question rooting for like the Bengals team because the way that they built their team was through the draft, and obviously yeah. they did some through free agency, but they didn't sign any big names. The biggest name was probably was Trey Hendrickson, to be honest. Right. And, and, I mean, as much as we, like, as Saints fans, like Trey Anderson, you know, and he, and he had a lot of sacks, you know, that I wouldn't call that necessarily a big name, that, that move. Well, I think it's a big name now. Right, I mean, now, right. But, I mean, whenever it happened, they, they yeah. didn't have any moves in free agency where it was just like, oh, my God, you know, this is going to take yeah. the Bengals up to the next level. So, they built through the draft, you know, and they didn't have crazy free agency. And then you look at the Rams. They traded for Matthew Stafford. You know, they got Odell. They got, you know, um, Vaughn. Vaughn. Yeah. So, you know, you know, if th- if this was basketball, there'd be no question. I would not be rooting for the Rams in any way. But whenever you, football, you know, like you said, Matthew Stafford, I want him to get a ring. Cooper Cup. Oh, I love I Cooper Cup. I want him to get a ring. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, there there there's some likable players on this team, and, and look, and there's some unlikable players on this team. I mean, I even mean, Aaron Donald, like Aaron Donald, doesn't even have a ring yet. Right. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer already. But he needs a ring, man. I, like put a ring on that finger, you know. So I mean, there's, I mean, I'm, re- I, and I like Sean McVay a lot too. Like I don't hate, I don't hate Sean McVay at all. I think he's a great coach, one of the best in the league. So I kind of want him to get a ring too. It'd be cool. But I just, I, I mean, I'm just rooting for the Bengals. Kind of biased because I mean, Joe Burrow came to LSU, Jamar Chase came to LSU. You know, it's just and Trey Hendrickson, Von Bell, minus the Apple. You know, they were on the Saints. Right. You know, I, I'm, I'm rooting for them. You it, know, it, it is funny to think though, like over the last, the last, other than last year and this year, there had never been. A home team in the NFL. Yeah. And then now the last two years, it's happened both times. That's crazy. Last year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then this year with the LA Rams. Although something that is concerning and, and something that um, whenever you watch the game, you realize how much of a difference it made was how many 49ers fans there was. I know that's crazy to me. As, because whenever, whenever, whenever I was watching the broadcast, I was like, wow. There's there, a lot of red. There's a lot of noise whenever the Rams are running. And usually you think, you know, you go to a Saints game. Yeah, you see black and gold. You see black and gold. You you see a few, but not even that. You think about it, whenever the defense is on the field, that entire stadium is rocking. That's crazy. And whenever the Saints offense is on the field, the only time that they're cheering is whenever the Saints score a touchdown or make a good play. But they're not, they're cheering the whole time. So, it reminded me of a Chargers game. That's usually the Chargers' problem. When they moved to LA, it's like the fan base didn't really come out for them, you know? And I think they, sh- I think they're gonna start because I think Justin Herbert's great, and they're gonna see that, and they're gonna. I think there'll be more and more fans that are gonna come out to Chargers games as the years go on. I still think they should keep them in San Diego. That's just me. Yeah. I think, I think LA is too much, too many sports teams in LA at this point. If yeah, I'm being way honest, too many. way too many. But I mean, yeah, it's crazy to me that the like the Rams like fans didn't show up the way you thought they would. That's yeah. crazy. And the 49ers traveled. But you know, I mean, I mean, it's not like they had to travel that far, but 
you know, still. Yeah, it's just it's surprising. Yeah, it is. I um, I will say though. I think I think given the teams that could have made the Super Bowl, I think that this is one of the better Super Bowl possibilities from like the beginning of the playoffs. Like like Bengals making it, even the Rams. Yeah. Like like I think I think that this was one of the obviously a lot of people would would have wanted to see the Bills in the Super Bowl. That'd have been exciting. Um, but I think just the Bengals making it is. Just I just I just didn't want to see a Chiefs 49ers rehash, and I didn't want to see a Chiefs Buccaneers rehash. I don't like seeing rematches, rematches. like that, like that suddenly. Like I know, like the Eagles and the Patriots played two times in the last like twenty years in the Super Bowl, but it was like a it was, it was a, a gap. Lie. I mean, I mean, we're talking was like two thousand three and then like twenty seven. Like I'm cool with that, like, but like, a wide gap. but like, like the Chiefs Niners thing was like two years ago. I don't want to see that again. Like yeah. we just had that, so I'm glad. To, I'm glad. To, I like different matchups, you know. So I'm so it makes me excited. Like even though I'm, I mean, I'm rooting for the Bengals hard, you know. But I, I think it's gonna be a good Super Bowl. I'm excited about it. Do you think Jimmy G is done in San Francisco? Or do you think they're going to give him another chance? It's tough. It's, it's tough. tough because it's tough because of the way that offense is because it's such a run centric team, and it's like they don't ask Jimmy G to do much. So that offense, I think you could plug anybody in there and they'd be successful. I mean, so it's it's tough to say. I, they could because they went to super, they almost went to two Super Bowls with Jimmy G. I mean, so they could do it with Jimmy G. That's not. It's just. Do they want to? Is the question. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's how, it's like how long do you wait until? I mean, I mean, we look at, I mean, just this game. You look at uh, Jimmy G, sixteen for thirty. It's not horrible. It's everyone's not terrible. Everyone's dogging on him, but I'm like, he really didn't play that two bad. Two touchdowns, an interception, ninety-five QBR. Like he's not playing bad, but I mean, but I mean, think about it. But they, but also too, that Rams defense is so good. Like any quarterback has problem with those defense, so it's like. It's kind of like what you want him to do. That, but I mean, I'm, I mean, whenever I look at, whenever I look at this playoffs as a whole, I see all three games that the 49ers played in. The 49ers won, in spite of Jimmy G. Yeah, they never won a game because of Jimmy G. True. They won because of their defense. They won because but of their special teams. It was also like that the the other Super Bowl run because remember in the like the NFC Championship game they he only threw like ten times and they ran it like forty. But so I mean, you you look at this team right now who has arguably one of the best offensive players in the league right now in mm, Debo Samuel. I love Debo. You have a really good running back in Elijah Mitchell. You have you top have. three tight end uh, uh, in Kittle. George Kittle. You have a very good defense. Really good defense. Like really good defense, and it's you know. I I just don't see why you wouldn't like I don't I don't see where else you could put blame for a loss. Like obviously yeah they played a good team, but you're looking at okay the offense very solid, the defense very good. Even the coaching you know is where it needs to be with Kyle Shanahan. So, ah. but is the thing too? It's like you never ask Jimmy G to win you a game, right? Basically, so now you get to okay the final drive of the game. Okay, you're asking Jimmy G. Okay, we got to run the two minute drill. We got to go downfield. We got to kick a field goal at least. That's what you're asking him to do against that defense. So I mean, at that in that moment, you are asking him to do something you never ask him right. to do. And so I mean, I mean, to be fair, you know, but they had on to. that last drive, Jimmy G. did get them close, you know, to getting that field goal. Um, but no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. He got sacked like twice and he threw a pick. Yeah. Well, um, but. I, I like Jimmy G. Like, I, I mean, Jimmy G 
somewhere else it might work out better. I don't know. But I mean, the 49ers, I think, can go wrong. Actually, I think that in that system, any quarterback can do good, honestly. Or at least good enough to where, like, they can be successful. So, I mean, like, the Jimmy G is, like, one of those middle tier quarterbacks. Like, he's not bad. You know, he's not. Like, I'd, I'd take Jimmy G over Jerry Goff any day. Well, yeah. If I'm right. being honest. So, there's that. Um, let's move on a little bit. So, the Raiders have hired. Josh McDaniels, Patriots OC, as their new head coach. I was surprised when I saw this news. I was waiting for Josh McDaniels to, to say, uh, never mind, because that's what he did to the Colts. So I was waiting for them to, to for him to do that again, because, you know, that's what Josh McDaniels do. But he's a new Raiders coach, and I don't know how I feel about it. And I think it's all going to depend whether or not they keep around Derek Carr, which I think they will, to be honest. I, they I mean, I think, I think they should, but I just don't know. Like, I'm not a big Josh McDaniels guy, I feel like. I don't as a head coach. I mean, like as an OC, he's great. I don't know about a coach though, as a head coach, because in Denver he failed miserably. So I don't know if I don't know if this is a great hire or a good hire. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's going to be a lot of pressure on Josh McDaniels because I I think I think to me the Raiders. I might have said differently before but looking back on it now i think the raiders is going to be one of the most pressure filled coaching jobs in the nfl and i'm, I'm going to tell you why you look at what the raiders this past season went through right you know john gruden henry ruggs you know you know a lot of arrests you know let, let's just let's just put it that way right and it's still happening like there's still raiders players that are getting arrested like, as recently as, like, a week ago. Yeah, know? Demeter and I got arrested again for another charge or right. something. so... <laughs> Jesus. Going into this season, and yet, this past season, they still made the playoffs. Like, obviously, they didn't go past the first round, but still making the playoffs, right? Yeah, so impressive. you're looking at, if, if they were able to make the playoffs with all of those distractions, you better get back into the playoffs. If, if none of those distractions happen again... The team remains relatively the same from, from the playoff team because obviously the mm-hmm. team is different from at the beginning of the year. If you don't make the playoffs with this exact same team, that's on you. Yeah. Because at that point, because you don't have any excuses because whatever, whatever it's like, oh, this is going on. Okay, well, look at last season. Look at what this Raiders team was going through last season. You, you, so, I I mean, I hope, I hope for Josh McDaniel's sake that, he can, that they can make the playoffs, but... That's a tough division too. I mean, especially if Aaron Rodgers goes to Denver, that's a really tough. That's even, it's even tougher. Like, I mean, I mean, we're talking about the Chargers and the Chiefs are already top in the AFC. Period. Not even just the AFC West. Top in the AFC, and and yeah, I mean, the Broncos have got the division. defense and they got and this and they is, got weapons on offense. And this is kind of where I'm coming from. I think Rich Bisaccia, who was the interim coach, he did such a good job, and I know he was considered to to keep that spot as head coach. I think they should have just did that to be honest. Keep the consistency. The team like loved him, you know. Like they did like they, like I feel like that would have been a better hire cuz like I feel like they went for the splashy hire. They went for the sexy hire. You know what I'm saying? Instead of maybe the smart hire, which would have been keeping Basaccia. Yeah. Cuz I think Basaccia earned this to no, keep the stay head coach. Absolutely. I think especially cuz I don't know. I think I think the Raiders are a player or two away really from competing for a Super Bowl, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and look, and who knows? Look, I, I've heard this because obviously Derek Carr and Devonte Adams were teammates in Fresno, I believe. So they're tight. So if Devonte leaves in free agency and he goes to the Raiders, you got him, Renfro, and uh, Waller. That's a pretty solid, you know, 
and Josh Jacobs, too. That's a pretty solid skill group. Yeah. So the offense should be clicking. So I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like they sh- personally I would have kept the Basaccia around, but and, and I'm not saying Josh Daniels can't do a good job. I, it's just his track record says he can't, right? Or he hasn't, and he's got a lot to prove. I think so. So another head coaching search, which is very important to us, is the Saints head coaching search. Right. Um, five candidates that have are going to get interviews or have been interviewed. We have Doug Peterson, former Eagles coach, won a Super Bowl with them. So that's interesting. Brian Flores, B Flow. Everyone's, uh, everyone's Brian Flores. That's the guy I'm kind of pulling for, I think. Yeah. Um, the Saints actually had a dinner with him, I believe, in Mobile. Mm-hmm. I want to say yet last night. So they're meeting with B Flow. That's my pick if I had to choose to yeah. be B Flow. Um, obviously, um, Dennis Allen, RDC right now, uh, is being considered. Uh, Glenn from the Lions. Uh, he's being considered. He used to be with the Saints too. Um, personally, this, this is what I think we should do. Honestly. I think we should hire B Flow. I love Dennis Allen, but I want to keep him as DC. Yeah. I want to keep him as our DC because I, I feel like if he has, if he's our head coach, obviously he's gonna he's gonna focus on the defense. But like, he's got to worry about other things other than the defense. Like I think because our because de- he's so good at defense and just focuses on that, we're able to like reap the benefits. If he has more responsibilities, I feel like it it will hinder the defense a little yeah. bit. And especially depending on our, because our salary cap situation is horrible. So we probably have to lose some defensive players too. I want to keep that consistency at the DC position. Yeah. So I want to keep him there. And then if we can have Brian Flores as our as our actual coach and keep uh, Pete Carmichael as our OC, I think we'll be good. Yeah. I really do. And that's, that's what I, I'm pulling for. Yeah, I just, look, I mean, this is the thing. You look at, you look at the Saints since the hiring of Sean Payton. We talk, you know, we talk about how Drew Brees, you know, was the, the focal point of the Saints, but now with 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 the with the year that since Drew Brees has left and whatnot, I've come to realize that Sean Payton was the backbone of the Saints organization all those years, right? It was it was really Sean Payton, you know, and with someone like that leaving, you need a big name to replace him, someone that you know is going to work, and who better? than someone who took a really bad team and put them towards the middle of the pack and put them in a, in a position to succeed. Why would you not get Brian Flores? I, I, I mean, look, if Brian Flores decides not to come here, fine. But if you don't do everything in your power to get Brian Flores on the Honestly, the I'd Saints, hire him today. I'd, I'd yeah. already have it signed. If, if he said, I want to come to the Saints, I, no hesitation. All right, here's the contract. Sign and it right now. I will say this. I wouldn't mind Doug Peterson because I think Doug Peterson's a good coach. Of course, the end of his tenure in Philly wasn't great. Right. But that was just because he was beefing with Carson Wentz, really. Which, I mean... Because they drafted Jalen Hurts. That whole thing, like, that... I mean... But I would give Doug... I wouldn't mind Doug Peterson in New Orleans. But, but, but I, my pick is Beeflo. Yeah, between Doug Peterson and Beeflo, I'd pick... But I wouldn't mind Doug Peterson either. Like I said, I would mind Doug Peterson if we got to keep Dennis Allen's or DC. Yeah. Um, this is something, too, that I think we need to address. And this is a pipe dream. I don't think this is going to happen. If we hire Beeflo... Legal issues aside, yeah, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson has made it, the reports. Hey. I mean, hey. it hasn't come Look. from his mouth, but it has been made clear that Brian Flores and Deshaun Watson want to go to a team together. I mean, like I said, our salary cap situation is terrible, but and we what better you know, team to get through? To but that if he really wants to play a B flow, and like I said, he needs to get his legal issues settled. I don't. Right. I mean, obviously, you know. But I mean, I but, feel like, I mean, obviously, we haven't heard a lot in like months, but I do feel like. It's close to, you know, 
I think the Texans have to move him. At, I mean, I mean, yeah. I I think yeah. that. I mean, you you can't just keep having that over your organization. You can't have it like that. No, you they, gotta they, cut they the bandaid. Um, but I mean, like I said, like I mean, and I'm only saying this because we need a quarterback, like a franchise quarterback. Yeah. And and like I understand the legal issues. I understand the moral part of it. I get all that. But at the end of the day, it's the NFL. I mean, there's there's football players that beat up on their wives that get signed. You know, there's. I mean. It, if you're a good player, you'll stick around. I mean, like I mean, it feels like I every mean, other year Josh Gordon gets reinstated. Exactly. I mean, he gets on the exemplus every year, and every year he comes back. So and then he. So the NFL, they say they care about morals, but they probably don't. Yeah. To be honest, they They're, care about ratings. They care about money. You know. So. So I mean. And I'm talking strictly about Sean Watson coming to Saints strictly as a football player, as like I mean, he's yeah, one of the best. As in the a league. football player, he is a very talented player. I like mean, he kept that Texas team afloat. Whenever the Andrew Hopkins wasn't there, yeah. So, right now, so he would he would have had it, and he'd been an MVP if the team was better. Right, like he had those type of numbers. So what I'm saying is that like, again, he needs to get his legal issues settled. That's first and foremost. But if that all does happen and we get brief flow, if that move were to happen, I'd be happy about it because yeah. obviously Deshaun Watson's I'd, a great I'd, football I'd, player. I feel. I mean, even without the Deshaun Watson, if we could get Brian Flores, I feel a lot better about this upcoming season. I would than too. If we got like. Now, here's my question, though, that I have. What's going to happen with Taysom? Because the reason why Taysom even was on the Saints in the first place was because of Sean Payton. The role that Taysom had in the team as the Swiss Army Knife, as, you know, receiver, running back, quarterback, was because of Sean Payton. The contract he signed was because of Sean Payton, right? What does the team What does the team do with Taysom? That's my question. I think what's going to happen is that a lot of people um, higher up in the Saints organization are going to want... Um, taste him to stick around, and they're gonna want him to have that role that he's had, right? You know, the Swiss Army knife and whatnot. And we'll have to see whatever head coach. Now, obviously, if if your main concern is Taysom, then you hire Dennis Allen. You don't hire somebody from the outside because you have Dennis right. Allen. He's, I mean, he hasn't necessarily worked with Taysom, but I mean, he knows how much Taysom meant to Sean, whatnot. If you hire someone, let's say Brian Flores, I mean, I, I feel like one of the reasons why he's not at Miami Dolphins anymore is because him and the execs didn't agree on Tua, you know? So do you think that's what it's going to come down to in these meetings of like, okay, Taysom's our guy. How do you envision yourself working with Taysom? What's your plan for Taysom? Like, is that going to be like the deal breaker for like how how much did like we only, we know how much Sean Payton valued Taysom, but how about the organization well, itself? I'm not, I'm not That's even talking the about at quarterback. I'm talking about I'm talking about in general that he's playing. That's what I'm saying. And I don't know if anybody could use Taysom as well as Sean. Did. Exactly. That's what. That's so what I think, exactly. I think that I think that the reason why Brian, you know people wouldn't just come outright to the Saints because I mean it's a it's a defense is really good. Offense has the weapons. I mean, we don't know about Michael Thomas, but I mean, you have Alvin Kamara. I think we cut ties with Michael Thomas just because well, I mean, of salary we'll, we'll cap. We'll see. We'll see. He's but been I mean, a problem. But so. I mean, who knows, right? But I like Michael Thomas, by the way. But yeah, I mean, who knows? You know, but I, I think I think the big thing is Taysom Hill. You know, you want to make sure that he gets used because you know, I mean, I mean, who knows? Maybe Taysom leaves. You know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. That's that's something to watch. I think. Um, and this thing too with Beeflo, I feel like. I feel like the whole entire league respects B-Flow, too. So even if so, the Sean Watson aside, let's say Russell Wilson thing. Let's say 
Even though Russell Wilson, I think, wanted to come to New Orleans because of Sean Payton. But then he sees, oh, they got B-Flo. It's like, well, that could, still still, that, could, that could still work. I mean, I think I think B-Flo is the hottest why, name right and now. And that's why I think you have to sign Brian Flores because of the free agency pull that he might have. Because It's not a big free agency pull, but I mean, it's a possibility. It's bigger, it's bigger than Doug Peterson, Doug Peterson or, Peterson, or yeah, even Dennis, Dennis Allen, Allen or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you, you. I mean, I mean, maybe it doesn't pan out, but maybe it does. Maybe you do get a guy like Russell Wilson. But Who knows? you're definitely not going to get it. Look, you. I mean, regardless of what you say, regardless of Carson Wentz, whatnot, whatever side you were on, quarterbacks are going to look at that and be like, I don't want to work with Doug Peterson. You know, so yeah. Also, this is another guy I wished, and I said this last week. I think I want I I, I want the Saints to interview Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, I've said this. Eric Bieniemy is probably top three OC in the NFL, if not the top OC. Like I would, uh, I would give him, I would give him an interview. I'd give him a call, like, hey, come, because I think, like I said, if we keep Dennis Allen as DC, I feel like our defense is gonna be fine. We are. It's the offense I'm worried about. It's like you know, and obviously Eric Bieniemy might have that free agent pull too, of like, hey, like, yeah, he this guy worked with Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, Travis Scott. Like this guy, like, he knows offense. Like I'm gonna go play with him. You know, this is, this is so that's a name I wish they they would bring up. This is the but, only problem that I have with Eric Bieniemy, and maybe it's not an issue with him, but. And it, and it reared its ugly head Sunday. This past year, the Chiefs' offense has been so, like, I don't know how to say it, but bipolar. You look at it, whenever they're in the driver's seat, they're, they're lights out. They're explosive, mm-hmm. you know, putting up 40 a game. But the second that a costly turnover happens, they don't convert on a fourth down, you know, something doesn't go their way, they spiral. You know, Patrick Mahomes make mistakes, you know, this, that, and the third. And and it, and it showed up, you know. Yeah. They didn't score going into that. And then they didn't score three points, but for the but for the rest of the game, you know, Patrick Mahomes threw two interceptions. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, I mean, obviously this isn't a discussion about the Chiefs, but I, I think Chiefs-wise, I think Patrick Mahomes needs to stop with the uh, no-look passes, the behind-the-back passes, mm-hmm. you know. Just, just make good decisions. You know, if, yeah. if I mean, I mean, if you can do it and make good decisions, fine. But maybe I, it's an, maybe it's an Andy Reid thing. Maybe it's I think Eric it's more Andy of an Andy Reid thing because the whole thing at the, ha- the the going for not kicking the field goal before half that was an Andy Reid Patrick Mahomes decision. That wasn't Eric Bieniemy's decision. Like you know what I'm saying? Like Andy Reid's calling the shots in KC. Yeah. Now obviously, I mean Eric Bieniemy obviously it's offense and all that, but like it, it's Andy Reid and, and Patrick Mahomes' show. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I, st- I still. Eric Bieniemy is a big part of it, but it's it's Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes. I still do think, regardless, that Eric Bieniemy would be a good hire, but it it just is something to to consider. I mean, and and also, I think we interviewed Byron Leftwich, uh, but he's gonna go to Jacksonville. I feel like because that's just that just feels right. He's gonna go to Jacksonville, um, but if, if the Saints were to hire him, I'd be okay with it too. I mean, I like Byron Leftwich, so but I think he's, I think he's gonna end up in Jacksonville. Um, and, and one and one other big name, and obviously not with us, but. Um, Jim Harbaugh. Oh yeah, he interviewed with the Vikings. Vikings, and I think Miami might have some interest too. He's you know he's been in Michigan. He he coached the 49ers team that went to the Super Bowl, came up short. You know the lights out Super Bowl, <laughs> um, Harbaugh Bowl. Then he then he then he went to Michigan, and outside of this past year, I would say it's been a disappointment. Really, it's been a disappointment until this past year. Like yeah. I think I think this past year was the only time that that, that they beat Ohio State. Yeah. You know, first time they made it to the playoffs. First I think. time they made it to the playoffs. I mean, obviously the playoffs wasn't a thing whenever he got to Michigan, but um, 
I don't know. I, mean, I like I like him as a coach. I mean, he is a good coach, but I mean, you definitely can't say that it's that it wasn't disappointing. You see, this is this is what I would do. Like the Minnesota job would be desirable. I feel like if they had a different quarterback, <laughs> well, I'm serious. I, I'm so I mean, down they on can't get a different quarterback. I'm so down on Kirk Cousins. Like, I've been down on Kirk Cousins this like the entire is after like he was okay in Washington, but like when he got to Minnesota and was like, oh yeah, we're gonna win Super Bowls and stuff. It's like nah, not not with Kirk Cousins, bro. Um, so I think they need to get a dynamic quarterback there. Um, so that'd be my thing with, with Minnesota. Now I, I heard Miami because obviously I think the president or something of the Dolphins like hired Jim Harbaugh at Michigan or something, or he has ties to Michigan. So that's a, that's something to watch out for too. Miami could be interested, but I know he interviewed for Minnesota. I know that much. Um, and obviously uh, another head coaching hire. The Bears hired a uh, coach D, D coordinator uh, Matt Eberflus. Um, which I don't know if that's a great. I love Eberflus. I mean, he's a great DC. But for Justin Fields' sake, I don't know if they needed a defensive coach to be their head coach. They should have gotten an offensive guy. I feel like so Justin Fields can develop. You know, so it's going to depend on the OC who they hired as OC for for Justin Fields to be good. Um, but that's enough talking about coaches. Tomorrow's the big day. Tomorrow's the big day. You know what tomorrow is? What's tomorrow? Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day is tomorrow. But also. Washington football team name day. That is true. They mm. are. I think though. Interesting. I think though, unfortunately, it has been leaked. What was the leak? I forgot what it was. Um, was it the um, Admiral? Was the Admirals was the leak? I feel like it was. Cause I saw that. Cause I hope it's not the Admirals. Cause, well, cause well, cause what happened was okay. So this is what happened, right? So the Washington football team, um, they like. They put out, you know, the thing and something with the website. Oh yeah, the domain or something. Yeah, right. And Stupid. it like led to the Washington. So I mean, <laughs> dude, this is why I hate when they do. Okay, this is okay. I'm I'm serious about this. I hate when I think when movies, not movies, really, but I feel like with, I guess with movies, with trailers, yeah. and even with this. Okay, if you're gonna like release a trailer. Don't say, oh, yeah, releasing the trailer on this date, this date. Just announce it. Just just uh, release the trailer at that point. Yeah. Just, like, don't say, oh, yeah, wait another two weeks for this trailer. Just release it. Like, the same thing with this. It's, like, new names coming, 2-2-2-2-22, and show videos, even though it's blurred out, of, like, the teams reacting to the logo. Like, oh, and the name, like, oh. It's, like, people are going to find a way to unblur that or do something to where they can figure out what it is. So it kind of defeats the purpose of the whole announcement if everybody already knows what the name is. And this so, is and this is the crazy. That's just in general, though. And, and I think I think the uh, what is, what it is going to be is going to be the Washington Commanders. Mm, I like Defenders. I don't know. I'm a big fan um, of Defenders. And, and, it, and it might be because of uh, Joe Theismann. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, what he said, if I can pull it up. Jeez, I do like Armada, the Washington Armada. I don't. You know, this is crazy, right? I almost think that they should stick with the Washington Football Team. Hmm. Call Maybe. Me, call me crazy. Maybe. I almost think I almost think that they should stick with the Washington football team. It has grown on me. I'm not going to lie. It has, yeah. I mean, because it was funny because whenever they came out with it, we were like, oh, my God, it's so stupid. Like, just have a name. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> they took they took a while to actually get their name because they played a whole season with it. Two seasons. Two, yeah, whole two seasons. Um, um, so I'm excited to see. I just, I don't really care what the team name is. As long right. as the logo is cool. To me, that's what I'm worried about. Like, is this logo going to be stupid or it's going to be good? And what are the uniforms going to look like? You know, that's kind of my whole thing. One, one, I feel like one other thing we need to talk about is how much Adam Schefter fumbled. 
<laughs> the bag. Shefty. He fumbled the bag so hard. And I and Darlington. Don't 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 let Darlington off the hook either. Dar- Darlington is not off the hook. But I Darlington mean, is, is not off the hook. Whenever you want to talk about big names in sports, Adam Schefter is one of the biggest. And talk about fumbling the bag. I I, I almost worry that he might have changed the decision. I, I almost hope worry. That's, I hope that's the case. That'd be so funny. I almost funny. worry that he might have changed his... Because this is the thing. Okay, That'd okay. So if, if you're in the dark, which I don't know how you'd be in the dark about this, but if you're in the dark, <laughs> I don't remember what day it was. What was it like? I think it was Saturday. I think it was Saturday. It might have been Saturday. I think it was Saturday. Adam Schefter tweets that Tom Brady is retiring from the NFL. Now... <laughs> Don't do this that. Is, Don't give my hopes up. Now, this is the thing, right? Tom Brady was retired for maybe, officially retired for maybe an hour and a half, right? <laughs> this is the thing, though. It's not like some third, you know, someone that you don't trust was coming out and tweeting this. This was Adam Schefter. Like, this is basically the woes of NFL, basically, right? This yeah. is like the biggest name that ESPN has in NFL. Like, any NFL news, if you want to make sure that it's, that it's true, basically, if Adam Schefter says so, it pretty much is true. And, you know, everyone thought, oh, you know, he's going to retire. And then, boom, he comes out. He says, hey, maybe not so. You know, Tom <laughs> Brady's dad was like, ah, he hasn't made the decision yet. Tom Brady himself has since come out and said, I'm still going through the process. Okay. So, um, here's the thing, though. I think, yeah, Shefty, Shefty and Darlington, they jumped the gun on it. Definitely. But I think, because I was listening to Ian Rappaport on Pat McAfee's show. And Ian Rapport was saying, like, I believe Tom will retire. And if you if you ask Jay Glazer, I think Jay Glazer would say the same thing. Right. So I think everyone knows everyone not knows, but everyone thinks that he's gonna retire. Now this is now this is what the question um, is when he's is gonna announce Tom it. Brady's agent Donye said, quote, I understand the advanced speculation about Tom's future. <laughs> Without getting to the accuracy or inaccuracy of what's being reported, Tom will be the only person to express his plans with complete accuracy. He knows the realities <laughs> of the football business and planning calendar as well as anybody. So that should be soon. In yeah. Court. So regardless of what the regardless of what the um, regardless of what the decision is, it is going to come soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just I can just see Brady coming back, winning us. winning a Super Bowl, winning a Super Bowl, and then at the at the trophy ceremony, he's gonna say like to the other team. Look at Shefty. He did this to you. Look at Shefty. Shefty's fault. Blame Shefty. Blame Shefty. He doesn't even address the other team. That's such a Michael Jordan thing, too. Move. That's such a Michael Jordan thing, too. Just in spite of Darlington and Shefty. I really hope it doesn't happen because... I mean, if it happens, I'd laugh. But I don't want it to happen either. I want him to retire. Yeah. <laughs> I've had enough of Tom Brady. Although, I've come around on Tom Brady. I used to hate him. I but now, now I kind of like him. I so haven't. I still haven't. So, I mean, Tampa Tom is my favorite Tom. Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah, I will, I will agree he's better than New England Tom, but I mean he's still, yeah. Yeah, so, so I mean, I, I've I come know, around, I've just, come around on Tom Brady. I've had, a, I had a whole uh, uh, character development on Tom Brady. I know? do think, I do think though that Some he growth. is going to make. I mean, this is great. I, I do think he makes the decision after the Super Bowl. I think so, but yeah. not crazily after the Super Bowl. I think he makes it in the beginning half of February. Um, like. Basically, well, right after the Super Bowl, I think he makes the decision because I don't like. Well, free agency is in March, so I think before free agency, he, he's got to make it, it before free agency. Yeah, because I mean, I, I mean, as his agent says, like he knows. And about the this is also too going back to the whole Saints conversation. Okay, let's say Brady retires, and let's say Gronk retires or goes to a different team. Gronk is going to retire, Brady and then retires. they have a lot of free agents on that team too. I mean, Chris Godwin's even a free agent, you know. Yeah. So like, 
the the, the NFC South is wide open, potentially. Yeah. Like the Panthers, they still got a lot to figure out. And Sam Darnold's still their quarterback, kind of. So I mean, they what are you gonna do with him? And then like the only place that has a quarterback is the Falcons with Matt Ryan. Right. Like seriously. So the NFC South is gonna be an interesting division next year. It, it might be. Might be tough to watch. Unless, I, I mean, unless Tom Brady comes back. Then. Unless Tom Brady comes back in spite of Schefter, which I, I would not rule out by. I the way. would not be surprised if that <laughs> happened, honestly. Um So let's get to some NBA. 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 So me and me and Echo went to a Pelicans game we on did. Saturday. We did. I wanted to see the team up close. And we and, and, and I wouldn't say up close, but we definitely did uh, see him close closer enough. than a TV. Cam Jordan was at the game. I didn't even see him. He really? was he was he was he sits by the that goalpost closer to where the uh, Pelicans bench is, yeah. but he was like on that baseline, mm. so the goal was kind of blocking it. Yeah, so but he was there. He was there. He was there. I saw on his Instagram. He was there. He was there. Um. Anyway, so we, we watched. We watched Jason Tatum drop forty. We watched Jalen Brown drop thirty one. Um. The best player on the team was Jose that night. Oh, uh, wasn't even close. Jose was balling, bro. I was like, look at Jose go. Look at um, Jose, man. Look at Jose. Pelicans social media should be ashamed of themselves. They said absolutely. Val- they said that Val- they said Valanciunas was starting on their social media, but he didn't. Billy Hernan Gomez started, but Billy played good though. I like Billy, and Jackson Hayes had a- played well. Like the centers played well. Um, what killed us early is Devontae Graham was taking all these threes, and and there were bad shots. There were a lot they, of them were. I mean, they a were, couple of them were bad shots, but, but a lot there, of them were good shots. They were good shots. They just weren't falling. He wasn't hitting them. Yeah, they just so weren't we weren't hitting our threes, and then. Boston would just be coming down like at one point it was eighteen to four with like five minutes left in the first quarter or something. Like we were down bad already, and I was like, oh, "We the game's over." <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I figured the Pelicans were gonna make it closer, and they did. They did. You know, they were they they ended up only losing by ten, but a lot of that was some garbage time points. Yeah. Um, um, but this is but this is what I will say, right? And this is something that even in a loss was good to see. You look at let, let's let's pull up the Celtics box score. Obviously. Uh, take okay. It says here they he put up thirty eight, but he put 38, up forty. Put up 40. Mm-hmm. Jason Tatum put up forty. Jalen Brown put up thirty one. Other than that, you know, they're dead. They're the entire offense. Yeah. So, but even beyond that, you look at the Pelicans. Let's let's look at who was out. Let's look at who didn't play. <laughs> A lot of people. Zion, obviously, Zion Williamson didn't play. Brandon Ingram didn't play. Jonas didn't play. Kyra didn't play. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Trey Murphy did. A lot of these players didn't play. Yeah, and we still only lost by ten. So I mean that that's still got to be exciting, you know, to see. I mean, obviously Jose went off, you know, but um, yeah, that was so that was yeah, that we, was so funny. We put up we put up fifteen points in the first quarter and nineteen in the second quarter. Like that that we can't start games that way. Right. Second half we definitely we outplayed him in the second half. Yeah, I mean, um, it wasn't even close. But um, yeah, that it was really just Tatum and Brown. We just couldn't contain. I mean. So, yeah, um, it's it's tough to watch, man. It just is. It and Herb, and Herb too. I'll say Herb played well too. Herb was playing good. <laughs> Herb, I mean. it was so funny because because Herb, Herb was like on the court. It felt like the whole game. Dude, Herb, Herb played thirty five minutes, but I felt like he played more. Yeah, I feel like I feel I'm like serious. he played forty eight because I, I feel like he played way more than Josh Hart. I feel like he played way more than Garrett Temple, who all of whom, according to you know, according to Google, played. Um, 35 minutes. Willie Hernan Gomez played 30, but I mean, it just felt like it felt he like was, was in the whole game. It felt like, like he honestly. was in the whole game. Like, like honestly, it felt like he only came out like for for once. 
Like I could have sworn he played the entire first half. Yeah, I could. I, I, I could have sworn. Like, I mean, I don't. Th- I mean, obviously he didn't. But like, it definitely felt like. It, it. felt like it. I was like, <laughs> every time I looked up, it was like Herb was on the floor. I was like, felt wait. Like it. Oh man. Rookie of the year question. I'd. Say, I mean, I. I put him in the conversation. I mean, obviously Cunningham and. Uh, I mean, he's yeah, probably guys. not gonna get it. He's but, not gonna get it. You but know. I think he should be considered. He's gonna be. I think he's gonna make like all right. Like, if he's not on the Rising Stars team, I'd be surprised. Or he makes like all an all rookie team. I think is be terrible. I think I think, I think he'll make uh, all rookie team. Obviously, the Rising Star Stars team is not limited to only first year. It's like first, second, and maybe sometimes third year players. Um, it's not just first year players, but yeah, I yeah. But I think he should make it. I mean, I mean, yeah, but we'll see. Um. So yeah, like yeah. So we need Bi back. We need Valentin. Well, Valentino's played well against the Cavaliers last night. They lost ninety three to ninety. It was a close game. We should have won that game. But here's the thing, though. We're still in it, though. Like it's not like we're on a four game losing streak. But it's not like we're out of it. Like we're still like let me let me see how this is. Uh, two and a half games out of the tenth spot. And I looked at the schedule. The Spurs have a tough schedule. Portland, I think, has a tough schedule. The Kings have a tough schedule. So like we could definitely move up a little bit here. Like. And obviously the trade deadline's coming up. I want to say is it next week or it might be the following week. It's coming up this month, February. Um, it's either it's either next week or the following week, but um, Thursday or something. Um, but if we make a if we make a big move, I mean, I could you know I think we can easily still get in the play, and we just have to put some wins together because the Rockets to me are out, the Thunder are going to be out. The Kings are gonna. I think the Kings are gonna end up having a fire sale. It looks so. like the deadline is February tenth. So that's next Thursday. Yeah, that's next Thursday. So, so there's still so, a little bit of time, but not that much. So it's gonna start. I I don't think this week anything's gonna really happen, but I think definitely next week things are gonna heat up around the league in general because it's the trade deadline. Like I said, I think the Kings are gonna end up having a fire sale. To be honest. Yeah. I think they're gonna start unloading a lot of their I talent. Mean, I mean, we've heard a lot of um, about that. Obviously, the Kings were trying to get Ben Simmons. That didn't work. That didn't fall through. So. I, um, st- I still don't. Uh, they they offered way. In my opinion, they offered way too much for Ben Simmons. And it still wasn't enough for the 76ers. Said, no. 76ers just need to trade him and just Bro, cut their losses. Like, how, like honestly, like how much do you have to? How much do you value Ben Simmons? Like it's you can't. On. I mean, let me, let me let me pull this up right now. Let me pull this up right now. Like, did the night watch the same playoffs we were watching last year? Obviously not. I would not guys. give up more than one first for Ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons is a really good player, but just based off the playoffs. What I think a lot of teams are going to bring up in the trade talks is like, yeah, but this is what he did for you in the playoffs. Like, he didn't really do much. Like, like you're like he doesn't want to be with you guys. So, like, just, like, I don't, like, I understand teams want to get the most value, but at the same time, like, you got to be reasonable. And I think the 76 has been a little bit unreasonable. Um, I was also hearing, too, of like, because I know James Harden, it's been reported that he's not that happy with being in Brooklyn, which, so, I think... I think the 76ers are trying to hold out hope that they can trade Ben Simmons for James Harden. Yeah. Which, if I'm the Nets, I think is a dumb move, to be honest. I don't know why you would... Because, like, Kyrie's only playing in the away games. KD's hurt. Like, I think adding Ben Simmons is kind of stupid. I, saw, I don't see I, it, but... I saw what they offered, but I don't... I'm trying to find I, I want to say it was De'Aaron Fox and a couple I feel picks. Like, I feel like, like multiple first-round picks multiple. were included in that as well. I think like, I'm saying I'm t- I should, you should take that deal, because look, Seventy Six is on the three seed right now. I mean the what the East is very, very, like. I mean, get what you can. Get but what you can look. Seventy Six is a good you, team. You are you are the third seed without Ben Simmons, which I mean, not surprising. Um, but I mean, I I, I don't 
don't know why you don't trade him right now. Like, like the first the first team that if I'm the 76ers, the first team that calls me and has a serious offer for me, I'm taking. Think about De'Aaron Fox with with Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris. That's that, actually not first round picks. That's and because the like, Kings are the Kings are gonna no. the Kings are gonna finish in the lottery. Yeah, and like so. I mean, I would you would you would get a top ten pick I if you're yeah, a 76ers. I, I, I don't understand why you wouldn't take that. And the Kings, I think, are going to be in the lottery for a while. Yeah, I'd be. again. I mean, I mean, but also I, too, I think the Kings are dumb to want Ben Simmons because they're nowhere near ready to compete. You're going to give up all your first round picks just to get Ben Simmons, but you're going into a rebuild and you have no first round picks. So it's kind of stupid for for them this to is, get Ben Simmons. And this is the thing, but right? I, I, but the Kings are a dumb franchise, so it doesn't surprise me. I don't know. I would point. The 76ers are going to get off of this uh, three first-round picks for ben, ben Simmons thing, and they're just going to take what they can get for him. I really don't know when that's going to happen. I Probably mean, the offseason. I mean, obviously, Ben Simmons has made it clear, and, I mean, he's following through with that, that he's yeah. not playing for the 76ers. The amount of funds that he's incurred, I think, is getting up there. But, again, you know, I don't think yeah. it's really an issue for him. Um, but I, I mean, during this offseason, you have to think that they're they're just gonna take what they can get for him. I mean, I don't I, mean, I don't see why you why you don't. Um, but looking at the East, the East is definitely way better than the West this year. It's ridiculous. Like the Nets are the sixth seed right now. Yeah, but they're only two games out of the one seed. So and the Hornets are the, are the seventh seed, but they're four games. That, like it's not like and even the Raptors to a degree, and even the Celtics. You know, like the top nine teams are all winning teams. Yeah. And the Hawks are, are borderline, you know. They're borderline 500 team. And obviously the Knicks. <laughs> they, thought, they thought they had a team and this then, year. And then, and then the West, obviously, you have, you know, the Suns at the top. Uh, yeah. And then the Warriors. The Lakers the have a losing record. Lakers have a losing record. That's great. I love karma. You love to um, see it. Love to see it. Um, imagine, imagine, now this is a scenario I don't think anyone's ever thought of. Imagine if the Lakers don't even make the play and the Pelicans get over them. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Wouldn't you laugh so hard? I don't hard? know. That... I would laugh so hard. I mean, obviously... To have all those players, to have Russ, Melo, AD, LeBron, and not even make the play-in? I mean, obviously it's possible. Dude, I'm so praying for that Im- to happen. It's not impossible. I just... I don't, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm just... I'm, I'm hoping it does. I think it'd be so funny. I just don't know if I see it happen. I think it could be so funny. I'm, I'm, already, I'm already crying laughing thinking about it. Oh, man. This is great. Um... So yeah, so like I said, the NBA news is gonna heat up definitely next week. Um, rumors and stuff. Um, I'm I'm seeing that the Pelicans, obviously Norman Powell from Portland, CJ McCollum from Portland is obviously getting traction uh, for the Pelicans to get. Um, I think the Pelicans need a guard. I really do. That's what they need. No, yeah, probably. Like a like a guard that can give you twenty a night. And I like Devonte. I like Devonte a lot as a player, but he's just so hit or miss, literally. That you know he's hard to rely on. You know. Because when all those guys out, he's he was our number one scoring option. But if he's missing all those shots, it's just not. Yeah. It's I not mean, good. I mean, look, it could have just been an off night for him. I think it was. It happened. I mean, I mean, he's a look. Actually, I like Devonta. Devon- I think he's a good player. I think Devonta Graham's a good player, but I mean, he shot two for nine from three, and I mean, that can't happen. We're talking, we're talking wide open looks. Like I mean, nobody was within like fifteen feet of him. Yeah, and, I think he was he rushing was a lot of his shots too. Yeah, he um, did rush a few of them, but there were some where he like. Set everything, took the shot, and it, and it still didn't fall. But then again, con- but then again, even if he did hit those shots, I mean, we had all, top three scores out, and they had their top two scores in. Like you had Brown and Tatum, like that. 
It was a, it was a tough ask for the Pelicans to win that game. So yeah. the, to get it to where it was only down by ten, that's that's not bad. That's, it, look, the, this Pelican. That's why I like Willie Green. Even though the team is obviously in a lot of games this year have been they're outnumbered, still they're still fighting and clawing. And like it's, I, I Willie Green was the right hire. I I really like him. So like I, really, I, said, I really hope he sticks around. So I hope my prey is within the next month. Now I don't think I don't know if this is gonna happen. By next month, I would like to have Zion back. Like, I don't know if that's going to be likely or not. But Zion back, B.I. back, Valanchunas playing. Whatever trade we make, whether it's McCollum, Powell, or whoever else. Like, have our full strength. That'd be what I would want. I want to end the season strong, you know, make that push to really get in the play. Or even even make the playoffs. Like, that's still a thing, you know. It's not like, I mean, we're what, 10 games out of the sixth spot? I mean, it's like 30 games left. It's possible. I mean, I'm not gonna bet on it. Yeah. But although the sixth spot is your Mavs, so yeah. But the Mavs ain't gonna finish in the sixth spot. They're gonna finish higher. Yeah, they can finish in the one spot. No, they're not finishing in the one spot. They're gonna finish. They're gonna finish in the fourth spot. Yeah, the fourth spot. I think they're gonna be in the fourth spot. Cause you already hear. You already hear first, folks. Mavs are finishing in the four, at the four. That's right. Um. It, hey, if you want to know anything about Luca, hey. th- this is your man right here. Luca okay. expert over here. Then. I wish we could trade for Luca. Nobody, nobody knows Luca better than DJ Matt. Even his own mom doesn't know Luca better than DJ Matt. Well, <laughs> that's kind of unfair. Anyway, it's um, a stretch. Yeah, <laughs> just just a little bit, just a tiny bit. Yep. So, baseball news. They're still in lockout. That's They're all I have. Lockout. That's all I have Finish, for baseball hockey update. Uh, I'm still winning. Still I, winning. I, I listen. I, how how am I winning? I don't know. The hockey gods are smiling upon us this day. Like, again, this is a beginner league. I don't know if these people even know hockey. Who cares, bro? You're undefeated, basically. I should be undefeated. This is... Tell them, tell them. I mean, I'm all, I am I lost by point, point one points. points. I lost. But one the one time I lost. So I should be undefeated. Like, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I'm just throwing everybody. It's crazy. Again, I don't know if these people are actually changing their lineups. I don't know if these people actually know anything about hockey. I don't know if they're like me. I mean, obviously, I know jack about hockey, so obviously. it's it's. I'm just this this year in fantasy. I've just been on hot streaks. I mean, I'm just I'm just that good. Not really. It's just luck. Um, <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Uh, before we go, Nichols basketball. They won. They won. The last game they played. Nichols uh, basketball is pretty good. They're currently thirteen and nine. Pretty good. Um. Hey, look at you go! Look at you. Where they are in conference play? I'm looking at that. They up. are third. Third. What? How many? What's their record in conference play? Uh, third. In conference play, they're three and two. Three and two. That's they're, not bad. They're behind the New Orleans Privateers nah, and the nothing. Texas A&M CC Islanders. The Islanders are pretty good, actually. They're actually. Yeah. They're probably. If I would say Nick, they they are above the. Oh, they're on the. Oh, Patrick's undefeated in conference play. Well, I didn't even know that. Yeah, they're above Southeastern. They're above. Mc- nah, they're above Southeastern. What's up? I mean, it's a pretty good. I mean, uh, the Cardinals are pretty good. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're doing what they need to do. I was watching that game against Wisconsin, and they played him. The Cardinals, the, the I keep saying Pelicans. The Cardinals almost, the Cardinals almost won that game. Yeah, it wasn't until the end the the Huskies got away with it. But like the Cardinals put up a fight against the Wisconsin Badgers. Let me yeah. tell you, Cardinals basketball, they real deal. They do so, what they need to do. Yeah, so good for the Cardinals. Um. So I think that's gonna do it for this 
edition of Sports Chat. We'll be back next week. I think by the end of this week, we might know who the Saints head coach is. So we'll probably talk about that next week. Obviously, hopefully, uh, trade deadline rumors for the NBA. And obviously, um, we still have a week before. We still have another show before the uh, Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. So we'll have our Super Bowl, our official Super Bowl, Super Bowl picks. picks. Um, so that's gonna be next week. Thank you guys so we'll much. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Also, Pro Bowls this week, too. We'll talk about the Pro Bowl yeah. and how much it was garbage because it's going to be garbage just because the Pro Bowl sucks because nobody wants to get hurt and so they don't play. Snubbed. Yeah. So, so snubs. Yeah. So that's going to be next week. going to be a good show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah.